Hey, it's Josh Hart. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of Words of Whiskey. An exciting product to share with you today. Stick around. I have spent the last few years traveling the world and writing about my favorite elixir, whiskey. This show is all about the brands, the spirits, and the distilleries you know and love. Join us as we share our stories and our words of whiskey. On this first episode of Words of Whiskey, I'm joined by my very good friend, Jonathan Wango. Jonathan, you've done everything in the alcohol biz, from being behind the bar to being a brand ambassador for one of the greatest scotches in the world, uh, to uh, being a guy that's very involved with cast buying, um, and now you're on your own venture, starting your own, own product. I want to get more into that at a little later date, but sure. uh, I wanted to bring you in uh, to be the first guest on the very first episode and talk about a very unique spirit. Okay. Um, hi. Hi. It's been a while. It has. It's been It's been probably over a year, maybe close to two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did a, an adventure between now and then. Uh, it is fun to be outside of the house, so thanks for having me. Um, I would love to – this is great to, like, jump in and not have – a dog in the fight and just like <laughs> yeah. whatever you're going to pour me. About? Exactly. I yeah. love that. Uh, so you were in the next for and I do want to get more into the cast buying. I want to have you back on many more shows. Sure. Because uh, the cast buying is such a huge part of the whiskey process. Yeah. And the cooperage and all of those things. All the elements that I love about like the tradition of drinking and distilling and making whiskey. Um, this is a product that I saw and I thought... Uh, hey, if I was going to talk to someone and get real talk, because most of the people that we that we both know are still have a dog in the fight. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They they still work for a, a brand or at least a a, um, a company yeah. that they're they're involved involved with. But I saw this brand. I wanted to give you a call, and it's called Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Okay. Most I'm, of the I'm time, in. <laughs> most of the time, if it says anything before whiskey, yeah, other than straight, sure, <laughs> yeah, uh, straight bourbon, I, I don't, I don't pick it up. Okay, uh, like I've seen the blueberry, I've seen blackberry, I've seen all the flavorings. What's your aversion to that? Why don't you like? Yes, I want and that. It's not a knock on anyone who's tried. No, 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 no. It, you can drink. This is a full disclosure. You can drink whiskey any way you want. You can drink spirits any way you want, as long as you're being responsible, of course. <laughs> uh, for me, it's always just too sugary. Okay. I feel like they put a lot of like straight flavoring in there, and it's overpowering. And just like I am, um, when I'm drinking peated scotch, like I want it to fight. I want to it be aggressive. Sure. All right. uh, when I'm drinking straight bourbon, my eyes, I want them to just get a <laughs> you little like watery. Burn. Nothing fall, but well, I get a little watery. So what do you think about cocktails? I know this is slightly tangential, hmm. but what do you think of, like, if I were to take all of what you just said and put it back to you, I mean, that is cocktails, yeah. right? It's taking something and then modifying sure. it to make it quaffable and a different flavors. And So cocktails to me... Are like going to a nice, like a nice hamburger joint. Okay. Like, and again, my personal opinion. But going to a nice hamburger joint, Kenny's here in Dallas, Kenny's hamburger, where it's just juices and it's all gourmet made. Getting the gin and tonic in a can is more of like the fast food. Okay. And so, like, if I'm sitting down, I bet you with Screwball, and I've seen a couple of the recipes online, 
I know you can make a phenomenal cocktail. Okay. That's meant to have flavors and adding, and you're using the the barrel of something as an essence on the back end, but we're going to put simple syrup, and we're going to mix things together. I'm, that's a whole different ballgame. Sure, me. sure. But as far as bottle spirit poured into a glass and consumed, neat or on the rocks, I don't want to have a lot of sugar in there. Okay. If, if there were flavors that came with just natural essences um, and didn't necessarily have to come with sugar was balanced. Um, I think assuming that we could get it how we liked it, I think the other pushbacks I've seen or heard from flavored whiskeys are we spend so much time making the whiskey in our, with our voice, with our lens in a particular way as complex as possible so the idea of the, the cocktail was always adding to this complexity. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only pushback I've ever seen for flavored is like, well, we're taking something complex and we might be making it more approachable or more one note of that thing. So I'm always, I love tasting for tasting new things for folks who are like definitely passionate about whiskey and also want to have this other thing going on. I, I guess in that same vein, I think, you know, on, on that same thread, a lot of scotches and a lot of whiskeys, you know, depending on the kind of wood that you use, you get vanilla, you get, like, you get, and you can definitely pick those up, and those are natural elements. But I think, and again, I'm probably wrong, because I usually am, but I think I'm able to tell a difference between barrel-infused, like, vanilla, and putting in, like, 17 drops of peanut butter flavoring. Yeah. I'm not saying they did that. I actually did look online to see how Screwball gets the peanut butter flavoring in there. Um, I know briefly about the story about this. Uh, We'll play a video here in a second. But briefly about the story, it's a husband and wife team, which I love. They keep it in the family. Um, The husband is a refugee from Cambodia, which is a a unique story. Um, And his wife has her master's in... Uh, pharmaceutical like, like pharmacy and law, and she does pharmaceutical law, which is what a jerk overachiever. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fine. two master's degrees. <laughs> um, and so they and wanted was, another project. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. He I'm, was. They had a kid. And they realized, <laughs> hey, we both can't keep working really hard separate. We need to work really hard together, uh, which is nice, nice. Um, and so they combined and they came up with Screwball. I know when they were talking about it, they said. Um, that he was working at one of his bars, and so and the peanut butter shots, which I, full disclosure, never ordered one one of those before. No, but the peanut butter shots were flying off the shelf, and so I looked up what a peanut butter shot is, and sure enough, uh, there's actually no whiskey in there, but it is um, you know a <laughs> coffee liqueur and a Bailey's kind of Irish cream, and then you take a scoop of peanut butter and put it in the cup, and then you shake it, so it blends the the fats. From the peanut butter with uh, with the alcohol, and then you strain it out and pour it out, out into a shot glass. Um, and so I thought, if they're actually taking a scoop of peanut butter and putting it in to a, a barrel, that would be really fascinating mm-hmm. how you would do that. Uh, but the clarity, if you can look back at the close-up shot um, of the bottle, the clarity of it, there's no way that that's... Actual and again, you, you know more about, about, about the biz than me. But from what I've seen of the, of the process, it would be very hard to strain out the peanut butter. I've brewed beer before, and we can't get that crystal clear. Yeah. Um, well, the, there is a benefit, I will say, just a little <clears throat> nerdy yeah. moment. Um, that alcohol is a pretty 
um, awesome holder and combiner of oils and can keep a lot of things in solution. Um, I think in this day and age, it is probably possible to get the fats um, and the flavor notes that we would recognize for peanut butter to be in solution with whiskey in some way. It could be sometimes sugar also helps with with yeah. solution. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of technology where you can also like literally vap out um, either rotovap or, or or put things under um, pressure or under. I guess another force. So you're saying pressure. rotovap. I've never heard that. What is rotovap? It's basically a way to take solids out of a liquid, things that would not be in solution, so you can oh, just okay. spin something very quickly yeah. and remove those. Um, fat washing is something that mixologists do, but the concept is to allow the alcohol to hold those flavors in solution, and then you get rid of the excess, the excess, right? Yeah. The oils that would not be held in solution. All of that said, this is still bottled at 35%, which would be quite low and would typically throw off a haze for a lot of oils and solids. So yeah. um, the only thing that the ingredient says, and I, it's probably an allergy thing, uh, but it does say it contains peanuts. So <laughs> there, there's definitely something legit in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I, I want to run. They have an ad that they have for Screwball. I'm going to run that right now while we get this poured into our glasses uh, and get set up. Screwball is really reflective of Ocean Beach, a place that just accepts you for who you are. Ocean Beach allows you to be a screwball. You can be whatever you want and you're accepted with open arms. It's the best place in the world. Screwball in the future, who knows? I think the sky's the limit. This product and brand is built right. The Black Sheep's our logo. You know, we are the ultimate underdog in the liquor industry. People yearn for something different. And here we are. Cheers to Misfits, to Black Sheep, and to the Screwballs. So I am I'm nosing just a little, and again, a little small sampler bottles. I went back to actually buy a whole bottle, and they only had the small airplane ones. Um, but I'm getting a lot of peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. On the, right on the nose. Um, yeah, it's certainly... Yells at you, peanut butter. Uh, peanut butter is such a <clears throat> nuts in general are very specific and usually used as tasting notes. But when it's peanut butter, you do. I think it inherently to me gives me like a childhood sweetness of some sort, some undergirding of uh, creamy or crunchy peanut butter. Um, what I do think is interesting, though, is that going back to how casks can you can withdraw flavors from casks. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a ton of distilleries that have found ways to get roasted peanut right off of the the nose, yeah. just from how they're distillate. Um, there's a guy out in Colorado who who does direct fire stills and puts it into a particular type of cask, and when you smell his bourbon, it smells like roasted peanuts. Um, so we also see that in Scotch in the Scotch world with um, some sherry cask use. You get yep. some of those like more nutty uh, oxidized sherry notes. So I do. I do think it has already been proven as a concept that nutty flavor can go with whiskey, and they're yeah. both kind of complex. Well, and, and that's what the website says. It says the the bold flavor of whiskey mixed with the smooth, creamy is a natural combination hmm. of peanut butter. It's a natural combination for this. What I'm not picking up is any sort of like notes of like wood or like that that kind of like barrelly. I'm getting. I can smell the alcohol. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I couldn't tell you what spirit it was. 
Um, that we we're just just nosing it. But I'm sure if we sat with it here long enough, we could probably detect. Yeah, there's like some uh, slight hint of ethanol in there, and I'm sure as that. So blows off. I I like to do neat first, okay. and then I have a glass uh, for rocks. If you want to add a Why? little bit of water to it. Or Why do you like to do neat first? Uh, because you can't take the ice back out. Fair enough. So just for me, it's just a, it's a system of it's kind of a. And this is thirty five percent. Certainly, viscosity right off the. I, I get that idea, and definitely finishes straight peanut butter. It, it you get like I feel like I'm chewing on peanuts like it's that like actual flavor of of peanuts. Yeah, I, I'm I am curious. Um, <clears throat> although I do think peanut butter and whiskey are a great combo, I wonder why they felt whiskey was going to be their best representation for this. Yeah, like because this is clearly it's a lifestyle whiskey, sure. which I love that there are there's a space now that if people feel that they need a voice or a lens or something to represent them. Um, we can, being from the marketing side, I can see that there's both sides to that argument, mm -hmm. but I love that people feel like whiskey is a palette in which they can paint and bring a whole bunch of people in. Cool. Kudos. Um, I'm wondering why for this particular flavor, why they want to do whiskey. And I'm, it'd be, maybe that's like something that they're into or they want. Yeah. Cause you've seen a lot of these expressions with vodka yeah, uh, and vodka is a really easy thing to, to change around to add add th things to. Doing a little, little dab here. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. Um, sometimes viscosity um, gets gets to me. Um, this I think uh, if if it's intended to mix, gotta figure out dilution and and even maybe a chill. I'll tell you the favorite recipe I saw on their website, which we'll post in the link below, um, is a peanut butter old fashioned. Mm. And I was like, ooh, that, that sounds like a good combination. It was um, um, like basically a shot of this and then um, 75, 0.75 ounces of rye um, ice and then the cherry and yeah, orange and some bit bitters and, and, and shake. Um, but I can see that going really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, In thinking of it as a cocktail component, it's bringing um, not too sweet, in my opinion, the... The viscosity is there. The, the sugar is definitely there. Um, I do think that that helps them a little bit with their how they're able to mix and get some of those flavors out. Um, but I think of like a very high-end craft cocktail place, they are probably going to use some sort of nut bitters to yep. help make their house old-fashioned, and mm -hmm. then they're going to have their own particular type of uh, flavor or sweetener that they're going to want to use. And so having all that in there... Um, I don't, I don't hate this. I, I have a ton of open-ended questions of just like, why, why whiskey? Yeah. Um, why was this? I mean, it's super approachable. I could see, um, I, I, and I love everyone's hustle too. So I, I typically got angry at the industry when shortcuts were made. So if we are not allowing folks, um, to, to make big jumps from like a more infantile, sure. comfortable palate into what we would consider adult beverages or drinking. Yeah. There, there are some um, umame. There's other ways to play in, in our palates. I don't think this offends that. Nope. I, I don't think it's it's about bringing um, – we, we always said no children. Like you're not trying to get people no. and kids to drink it. I don't think it's irresponsible in that way. I do think it's very approachable. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't think it's as weird as maybe they think it is. Oh, I thought it was going to be like just hideous. I, my thought was this is not going to be palatable. Like right, me. right. Um, and it, it definitely is. And I think they're, you're right. Their marketing is on point because all over their website, it's probably people high 20s, you know, mid mid to high 20s who are all out like beach party, having a good time, sitting around. And, you know, when you see mature scotch brands or, like, you know, the mature whiskey brands, always, like, an older gentleman, late 40s, white. mid 40s. Yeah. Always white. white yeah. yeah. And this was a very uh, mixed-race commercial with, like, kids having fun on the beach and, skate- and skateboarding and doing different things. So, which you would never see that commercial and then go, McCallum. Yeah. You would never, never see. <laughs> Don't put it past anybody right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, no, I think I think as far as sipping, it wouldn't be something that I would buy and sip on uh, neat. But I think cocktails, uh, mixing it with things, I think it would be a phenomenal, phenomenal drink for, for that. Yeah. I, I, you know, having a 35% or a 70-proof mixer, um, I, I know – most of my friends that were mixologists really love the higher proof stuff so that they could do their own dilution. But this isn't like a 20 or 25, 24%. This is up there. So it, it, it kind of plays between both worlds. Um, I, yeah, thanks for sharing. No problem. Uh, if you guys have any thoughts or comments or have anything else you want me to review or share, uh, please leave it in the link below or comment below. Uh, again, I am Josh with Words of Whiskey. This is my good friend Jonathan Wango. Um, has done everything in Wango? Wingo, like yeah. Bingo with a W. I don't know why I said like, Wango. I don't know why I said that for. Uh, John the Wingo, he's done everything in the industry. So uh, any questions you have, you can always at him. Do you have a, so- a social tag? Yeah, at Whiskey Wingo. Um, whiskey without an E. Yeah. So <laughs> the proper way. I don't know. <laughs> Fewer characters. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll be back next week for one more episode. And always on Words of Whiskey, I want to encourage you, please drink responsibly.